Welcome to Walking Moose Podcast. My name is Meg, my dog's name is Moose, and I'm taking time out from walking him to chat it up with you. This may be a shorter podcast than usual, or it may be a longer one than usual. I don't know. I'm not sure yet. I'm just kind of going off the cuff here. But I wanted to talk about bravery because I've been thinking a lot about bravery. I'm recording this on January the 7th, the day after our capital was attacked. Um, I don't, I guess I do have a drink. I have my Topo Chico. You know, I love my Topo Chico mineral water. So that'll be my drink for today because I'm actually at work and I'm taking a few minutes, a few minutes break to record some thoughts on this. And I was talking with my oldest son, Jack, recently about bravery and a situation where I thought he had been brave. And now I look at all of these images that we're being barraged with, and we should be. We need to see it. And I want to talk about bravery. Um, So let me get myself situated and gather my thoughts about this a little bit. And we are going to talk about bravery. Definitions first. I found bravery to be defined as the act of enduring or facing unpleasant conditions or behaviors without showing fear. And I agree with that mostly, like 97%. I'm going to take off the 3% for the three words at the end without showing fear. Because in my, in my life view, in my worldview, where I have seen acts of true bravery and courage, it's always been a little bit fearful. People have been fearful when they have done these very brave things. And I want to talk to you about these very brave things and kind of talk about how at 52, almost 53, got a birthday coming up. Don't get me anything. Oh, well, you can if you want. If you insist, you could get me something. Okay, we won't talk about my birthday anymore. We can talk about my birthday at another time. Let's talk about bravery. Um, So the reason I wanted to do this podcast today was I am a big political junkie. I love my politics. I love to watch it. I love to read about it. I love to learn about it. And I am on the left side of the screen. I'm not on the right side of the screen. But let me just state, there is nothing wrong with the right side of the screen. They just have different views than I do. Now, caveat, there was a lot wrong with what happened yesterday. What happened yesterday was very, very wrong. And I've been seeing this word bravery, brave acts, brave people being bandied about quite a bit on the media today. And I just got to thinking about that. And I got to thinking about what bravery is, what it isn't, what I think it is, what I think it isn't, and how important it is for us to know about bravery, to be brave ourselves, and to teach our children about bravery. I'm going to start off with the very first incident of bravery that I actually saw and registered and thought that was a very brave act. 
and I love this story. My children have heard this story for millions of years now, but I have to relate it. I was in college, and we were doing a musical theater production. We're doing a musical theater production. And there's a part in this musical theater production where the music goes da-da-da-da-da-da-da, and then a door is supposed to open, and then this young man is supposed to come out and say, I can't even remember what he said. I think he said something like, I'm here. I'm here. So remember, music, da-da-da-da-da-da, pause, door opens, I'm here. So we were rehearsing this, and the young man who was playing this role was not getting the timing right. He was, da-da-da-da, I'm here, or da-da-da-da-da, I'm here. He wasn't getting the timing right. And they just kept going over it and over it and over it. And I went to a Catholic university. And so we were taught by monks, legitimate monks. And let me just, for those of you who are not of the Catholic faith or who maybe are unfamiliar with um, people in monastic life, they're just like the rest of us. They're not any different from the rest of us. And this particular monk was a jerk. He was a complete jerk. You keep hearing my phone go off, don't you? Because I'm, I'm on my lunch and I'm still getting emails. Anyway, sorry, I'll try to silence that. So back to the monk. So he was being just a complete jerk. And he was mad at this young man. And the more he berated this young man, and he was berating him. Do it right. Da, da, da. And then you open the door. He was yelling at him. And there were probably about 40 of us kids. And this one adult, who was the monk, who was playing the piano, um, in the auditorium at this time. Anyway, anyway. So long story short, he keeps going through it, and Joseph, who's my friend Joseph, Joseph could not get the timing right, and Joseph was getting all red-faced, and you could see this young man, this 19-year-old young man, blinking back tears as this is happening, because he's trying as hard as he can, and then he's just getting more nervous, and the whole situation is made worse, and he comes through the door at the wrong time again, and the brother, I won't say his name, but the brother, who was the monk, we'll just call him Brother Jerk, Brother Jerk just stands up and he's yelling at him again like that. And my friend Kevin, who had like two lines in the whole play, tall, he's a tall guy, thin guy, he stands up and he says, stop it. I will not allow you to yell at him one more time. Now, this is a 19-year-old kid talking to a 50, 55-year-old man. And he stood up in front of all of us, in front of the 40 of us. And he said, stop it. And I just, that has always stayed with me as one of the most true acts of bravery I have ever seen in my life. I thought it was amazing. I still think, I mean, Kevin is just, he has etched that moment into my brain. I, I'm just amazed by it. I'm floored by it. So that's an incident of bravery. And then we had, when my youngest son was in fourth grade, we moved him to another school. 
And there were lots of reasons for that, like we moved neighborhoods and we wanted him to go to this particular high school. So we wanted to go to this elementary school because the kids would feed into that, blah, blah, blah. Anyway, so it was a very hard time for him. It was very scary. And I remember walking him to school and it's just the saddest image. And he was wearing these little khaki shorts and we were walking him to school and we got we could see the school. The school had just come into sight. And he'd been going there for about three days. It was like a Wednesday, started on a Monday. And he turned to me and he started to cry. And he said, I can't do it. I can't do it. I don't like the kids. I don't like it there. Please don't make me do it. And I didn't know what to do because as a parent, you instantly, you want to pick him up and you want to run the other direction and say, you don't ever have to do it. And I said, Joe, it's, I'm so sorry. Do you want me to go in with you? We can do this. We have to do it and everything like that. And after five or 10 minutes of this back and forth, my little boy turned around and walked to that school. I will never forget. He wouldn't let me walk up with him. He walked to that school, he walked up the steps, and he wiped the tears from his little eyes, and he went into the school. Another true act of bravery for me. Which brings me to what happened yesterday. Now, I don't want to get into discussing the rioters, Because there's nothing I could say about them that hasn't already been said by people far more eloquent than I. I I just think they're abhorrent. I think they are deplorable. Let's get that. If you are one of them, you probably don't want to listen to the rest of this podcast. Um, I don't agree with the man in the White House on anything, but particularly his behavior. But really what I want to talk about, I don't want to talk about them. Because we don't want to give them any more airtime. We don't want to give them any more of what they think in their sick way is attention. I want to talk about the people that I thought were particularly brave on that day and then the people that have been particularly brave after that. And I want to take a moment to just sort of chide the media a little bit. Okay, so let's start off with the day of. When you're talking about acts of bravery, there was... There was a lot of video that I saw of the senators and the staff and everything like that. And, you know, they were in this very stressful situation. Wonderful people. I'm sure they're all wonderful people. Well, maybe some of them aren't. I think you know who I'm thinking about. But anyway, the video that was shown to me by my oldest son, Jack, of the security guard, campus, I shouldn't, oh gosh, I messed all this up. He is a Capitol Police officer. I'm so sorry, sir. I did not mean to get that wrong. You are a Capitol Police officer. And he is running up the stairs. He is getting these people to chase him up the stairs, apparently in order to get these other Capitol Police officers to do something. He can't hold off this mob by himself. And he, he's getting them to a different place to where he felt, this was my understanding of the way the video was explained to me, the way he felt it would be better for the Capitol Police officers to interact with them. There would be more of them. They would be in a different space. And I thought, I watched that. And I thought, my God, what is going through this man's mind? What is going through this man's mind as as he's doing that? I mean, there was one guy, there was one man, and this herd of 
awful people. And yet he consciously thought a plan through and made a decision. I don't know. I I thought that was incredibly brave. I thought that was incredibly brave. And then there was the um, photograph of the, I believe it's a congressman. I couldn't actually find it. I went to go find it again. I couldn't find it. I think it's a congressman. It may be a senator. And he is holding the hand of a woman who's lying down. They're up in the gallery. And he's holding the hand of a woman who is lying down who is clearly shaken and clearly upset. And there's probably a lot of stories that we will never hear about people that just left their staff, about people that just, well, I'm the senator, or I'm the congressman, and I'm going to go on, and you guys can figure it out for yourselves. Again, I thought that was, that to me was such a beautiful sight of him holding that woman's hand while he crouched down there. And if you have children I hope that you show them these things and you show them that bravery does not have to be with guns or with knives or with baseball bats or weapons, but it can be quiet. I mean, that was some very quiet bravery. The Capitol Police officer who ran up the stairs, not quiet bravery, still bravery. But the man who was holding that woman's hand, that was to me just such a poignant photograph. Now, on to chiding the media. So get ready for that. All right. So final thought on bravery, which will include the chiding of the media. So yesterday evening, there were all of these resignations that came out. And one of the resignations that came out was apparently the White House social secretary which I did not even know we had that. I'm sure there's a lot of stuff at the White House that goes on that I'm not privy to, and I'm not going to say that I should be, but how 1952 Mamie Eisenhower can we get to have a White House social secretary? But probably she has, you know, I mean, this is her job and this is what she does. And so she resigned in protest over this. I assume, I think it's female. She, that person resigned, that person resigned. And the media, I've seen two, perhaps three different media personalities note the resignation and then say, but really, how brave is it to resign when you've only got two weeks left of your job anyway? Oh, don't get me started. I still think it's brave. I still think it's very, very brave. And the reason is, is because that's her job. She left her job. Now, maybe, I mean, you can go into this whole argument of, well, I mean, she's a horrible person because she's in the Trump White House and she should have left earlier and everything like that. But it doesn't matter sometimes. Sometimes it takes that final straw for you to wake up. I mean, I'm never, ever going to tell someone who says that today is my last drink, or today is the last day that I'm going to do drugs, or today is the last day that I'm going to do gambling. Well, you should have said that six months ago. I'm not going to do that. That was her way of being brave. And I think that's important because what that person did was she said, 
I am going to lose my livelihood out of protest. I'm going to, I've got kind of a sweet gig here. I don't know what she does, but I assume it's not that imperative to national security, I'm going to guess. But that's still an act of bravery. And I think that if we as a society want to sit around and say, well, this guy is brave, but this person is not brave because we put all these conditions on it. We put it was too late. It was too little. It wasn't, you know, as flamboyant. It wasn't as heroic. It wasn't, you know, they weren't wearing this thing or they weren't doing that thing or they did it for the wrong reasons. I don't know. Oftentimes I think that we want to put all sorts of qualifiers on things. And I'm just going to go, I'm just going to say it right here. Record me for posterity. If you do a brave act, I'm not going to put qualifiers on it. If you save a baby from a burning building, but you did it to get the $100, you still save the baby from the burning building, and that was brave. And I just don't think... And you can take issue with me on this, and I'm all about discussion, that putting in, you know, it was, you know, she only had two weeks left anyway. So that wasn't really that brave. No, it was brave. It was brave. And I think that not a lot of us will be heroes in the big grand sense of the word. Let's hope we're not. Let's hope we're not put in the situation of being heroes in the big grand sense of the word. But the man who drove his child out of the California wildfires while, remember that video, while singing to her, brave. It's a brave man. And, you know, oh, I'm tearing up here. Oh, I'm tearing up. But what happened to start all of this long rambling discussion on my lunch break, I'll wind it up so I can get back to work, is my son, Jack was at the post office the other day. He was at the post office and he was in this big long line at the post office. And this older woman came in and she clearly was not with it. She didn't quite look like she had a lot of sense there. Um, I'm not trying to cast aspersions, but Jack said there was definitely something wrong. And she was butting in line. But then there was a question of whether or not she really realized there was a line Anyway, to make a long story short, she asked Jack for some help, and Jack helped her. And he helped her despite the fact that all of these people that were standing in the post office were just really irritated with her, and then really irritated with Jack because Jack was helping her. I think that was brave. I do. I'm proud of him for that. And I just want to say moving forward in our nation as we go through these troubled times, the coronavirus, the transition of power, and and go on, which we will, don't quantify bravery. Just recognize it. Just recognize it. Thank you. 
you so much for joining us at the Walking Moose podcast. Again, my name is Meg. My dog's name is Moose. You can check us out at www.walkingmoose.com where you can find all kinds of observations about a life in progress just like yours. So farewell, all Wiedersehen, and may the road always rise up to meet you.